0: morning church it is the last sunday of 2020 Uh, i'd like to ask you the question this morning would you like more faith would you would you like stronger faith Uh, 2020 has been a year of shaking breaking hopefully awakening and uh we would all i think answer yes i would like more faith i would like to have a strong faith for the times that are coming and many people are so uh, will be so happy to see 2020 uh, flip off the calendar into 2021 because it's been such a tough year for so many. And I wonder what the Lord's perspective is on this year, given that uh, he sees things very differently than we do. Um, Jeremiah 2.2 2 says that the Lord said, I, I saw the time of the wilderness wandering of the children of Israel, as a time of a bride following her young bridegroom uh, in de- independence and knowing him and um, be- leaning on his arm. And so I wonder how he sees 2020. And that's why we're going to talk about faith, because the Lord is always building our faith. And faith is so important to him. Peter says it's, it's more valuable than gold. And that without faith, we can't please God. So it's always about our faith and his growing us up into enduring faith. We don't have to have a lot of faith. We can have faith, he says, like a mustard seed, which is this little speck, a millimeter, two millimeters. I couldn't see it if I held it between my fingers. And yet it grows into this enormous bush, uh, 20 or 30 feet high and as wide like a tree and uh, the scripture says that that uh, becomes a home for the birds so here is uh, the kingdom of god is also compared to a mustard seed a tiny grade that a farmer tosses into a field and it becomes this enormous plant it spreads and grows and so faith is incredibly important to god It is the currency of heaven. It is what moves things. Repeatedly, Jesus said, if you just have a little bit, you can say to this mountain, be be plucked up and tossed into the sea, and it will be done for you. That if we want to see the glory of God, we need to have faith. And so I think if I understand the process myself I am much more able to cooperate with what God is doing in building, enduring faith. The funny thing is this morning, even as I went to record this video, uh, lots of little things just bombarded me. And I was getting kind of annoyed and thinking, what is going on? And, And then I just had to laugh at myself and say, Sue, what are you talking about here this morning? You're talking about how faith is strengthened and how, uh, how we get to cooperate with God in, in faith being built in us. So maybe you've already guessed where I'm going um, with this and who we're going to read, but it's James. Book of James, chapter 1, first um, 7 or 8 verses. And James is a very black and white, categorical sort of person, an all-or-nothing person. And when he talks about faith, the, The words are quite strong. So listen to his alls and his nothings and his anythings and everythings in these first few verses. James, a bondservant or a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes who are dispersed or scattered by persecution abroad. Greetings. Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all, generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, without any doubt. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For that person ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Um, Faith is so key and essential to God. Mother Teresa was asked once, how do you have such enormous faith? And she replied, I don't have great faith. I don't have large faith. I have small faith in a big God. And I think one of the ways we build faith is to be in the scriptures and to know the truth of the Lord and to know his character and to know the greatness of who he is, and that nothing is impossible. Nothing is too difficult for God. So the first way we build faith is to be in the word of God and know the truth. How is it that faith is made to endure? turns out faith is like a tiny little seed. It's also kind of like a muscle that grows when it has resistance. So James says um, in verse 3, in verse 2, that... um, you will encounter various trials, trials and temptations. So you're going along in life, and uh, it's really all about your faith. So your faith is encounters or is bombarded by some trials and temptations. And in your knower, in your experience and your track record with God, you know that he says that the trials will build endurance in your faith. So if you have a foundation in the truth of the word, in your knower, that uh, in your spirit, Romans 8.28 is, is one uh, to quote, and we use it a lot because it's, it is completely encouraging. Uh, in, in all things, in all things, God will work together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So when uh, James says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. So there's my faith and it's encountering these trials and temptations. There are tests, tests sent to make my faith stronger. If I know that I can respond to those tests knowing that it's going to build my faith no matter what, in all circumstances, I can respond with joy. Interesting wording here now. James says, consider it all joy. In fact, he leads with that, which sounds absolutely ludicrous or even insane that someone would say, when everything is falling apart in your world, when everything is hitting you and knocking you down and stomping on you, when you're having all these things go wrong, be joyful. And that just doesn't sound normal, does it? Because it's not. And it's not the same as happiness. A sane person is not happy when everything busts apart and breaks up and is absolutely um, falling apart in their lives. Uh, But someone who knows that God is in charge of testing and that God is going to work endurance in all things and build my faith, that person chooses knowing that that's the nature of God and that this is the mechanism of building faith. They choose to consider it all joy. This is a mental choice. And this is really where we get to cooperate with it. Because if I don't cooperate with it, it will crush me. Now, are, is everything that goes wrong something that God uh, wants to happen in my life? Does the enemy send stuff at me? Absolutely. What's his purpose? To steal, to kill, and to, to, to destroy. But in my, again, in my experience, I know that God is greater. And the things that are coming at me God will work for good. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And when I mentally give assent and consider it all joy, this is so supernatural because it's joy. It's not happiness. It's the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. It's the joy of knowing truth. Because if you don't think truth, you can't muster up joy. It is based on truth. It's the joy of knowing who Jesus is in the midst of all the stuff. And it's not being happy, it's not putting on a smiley face and and not admitting what's going on. It's the truth of Jesus. It's the truth of Jesus invading my misery and my tough times and my trials. It's the truth of saying, I am gonna let this thing work its purposes because I'm gonna say yes to God. Not saying yes to the enemy, not lying down in defeat. There's times when the body of Christ needs to come alongside and do battle with us. Once we've been hit and we're weakened, you know, the enemy likes to come in with one thing after another and continue to bombard us. And that's when we need Aaron's and hers to come and hold up our hands and stand with us in the battle and share the fight. But we can consider it all joy knowing that these things are working for our good and the glory of God. If you believe, said Jesus, you will see the glory of God. So he says, James says, let endurance. This is again, this is, a, this is a mental ascent. This is an act of will. Consider it all joy. That is a mental ascent. Let endurance have its perfect result. That's a process. So that you may be perfect or mature, and complete lacking in nothing wow who wants to be lacking in nothing we all do we all want to be mature and complete in our faith we want to be believers of substance believers who bring heaven to earth believers who pray and know god hears and answers and so here's james and he says all joy lack nothing God gives generously wisdom to all who ask. He never says, you dummy, are you asking again? Why are you asking me again? He says, no, he gives generously and without reproach. It will be given to him. That's a promise. It will. Wisdom will be given to us. How we need wisdom to walk in these times, these strange 20, uh, 20, 20, 21 times. And he will ask in faith without any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. And so we are not perfect in this, but we are being made perfect. And so we can ask for wisdom, God, show me how to get through this. I believe you are working good in this. And I add my little mustard seed of faith and say, this, (laughs) God, let this be for your glory. Let this be for your glory. And that we wouldn't expect anything from the Lord if we're double-minded. And it's not pronounced like this, but double-minded in the Greek is like di-psycho. It's not, it's not pronounced that way, but that's how it's spelled. Two Of two minds. You can't be of two minds. You can't be divided in heart. You can't say, oh, I'm trusting God to get me through and then not be standing on the truth of his word. And so this is what we're learning. And none of us gets it right every time. Thank the Lord for his Holy Spirit that gets us through and teaches us and schools us and leads us and mentors us in this so we will not be unstable in all our ways. Uh, Some of us listened to a teaching lately about a Scottish lady that talks about undulating not being undulating, not being wavery in our faith, but being steadfast and secure, fastened to the rock, standing on the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, who does not move. Peter says in 1 Peter 1, 3-7, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope, a living hope. A hope that is alive. And church, our fellowship lives literally geographically in hope. We live geographically where we also live spiritually. (coughs) We've been born into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. We've got new birth. We've got a living hope. We've got an inheritance. This inheritance is kept in heaven For you who, through faith, this is a connection, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last times. We have new birth. We have a living hope. We have an inheritance and we have protection. We're shielded by God's power and we take hold of it by faith. Read the scriptures, renew your mind. Remind yourself and remind God he loves it when we pray scripture back to him. God, you said that I have a living hope. You said I have an inheritance that is imperishable, kept for me in heaven, will be revealed in these last times. Encourage yourself in the Lord. In all of this, says Peter, you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These guys literally had their lives on the line year after year. They were being persecuted for their faith. That Though we face many trials, both James and Peter say, We can rejoice. We can rejoice. We can rejoice because of what we know to be true. And we read it and we make it part of ourselves from the Word of God, internalizing that. These trials have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, which is of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though it's refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. You have not seen him, Peter says, but you love him. And though you don't see him now, but believe in him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You know, the rest of that chapter, Peter goes on and says, be obedient children, love one another, be holy, be obedient children, but faith is is made stronger and enduring and matures through what? Through trials and temptations. It's how we receive the trials and temptations that determines how we come out of it. We're meant to come out of it stronger, refined as gold, which is so precious, in the sight of the Lord. Church, we're going into 2021. The Lord only knows what that will hold for us as the body of Christ. But we have these promises. We have a whole book of the promises of God to bring us through that we are his body. We are his beloved. And he is preparing us for the wedding feast of the wedding to his wonderful son, the Lord Jesus. And in this, we can have joy, inexpressible joy and full of glory. It's all about him. Merry Christmas and a very happy new year to you, and may God lead us in triumph and for his glory in the new year. God bless you.